0: great um uh welcome um and who are you
1: john hamilton Uh,
0: and you um, have a middle name yeah
1: i I do russell (laughs)
0: russell (laughs) yeah um have you ever gone by the middle name
1: no i haven't okay my sons we named my son russell really okay yeah and my um father's middle name was russell my grandfather's first name was russell so okay it's a family 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 name Yeah. Yeah. yeah Um,
0: uh, I go by Trey, uh, but my first name is Herbert, which is also okay. my father's name, and his father's name, and several other people in the family are also Herbert's, uh, but clearly Trey is shorter to say, um, but um, how did you get started writing? Let's go with that yeah. question. Yeah,
1: yeah, was, well, I mean, as a kid, I got um, kind of a single speed, I think my f- parents got used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, rode around the neighborhood, grew up in Vienna mm-hmm. and um yeah, suburban streets. You're pretty safe to ride on and then I got a English racer.
0: Wait, okay, wait wait wait. English English racer was Yeah, that it was mean? it
1: was a three-speed internal Archer Stormly internal okay. gearing and um I do remember as kids, we decided well we'd race around the block, and mm-hmm. there was a slight downhill from where we started to the first left turn, and I went too fast and crashed. So that was probably my first bike yeah. crash, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first attempt at oh this is fun. Let's go fast, but um, no helmets. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, they, they didn't they didn't <laughs> exist. And yeah. then in high school, I mm-hmm. um, I took up motorcycles. Okay. Yeah, so that was okay. that was fun. I had a um, couple of different ones: a Honda ninety, and then or a mini bike, then a Honda ninety, and then a uh, Yamaha dirt dirt bike enduro type okay. bike. Okay, and um, fortunately, uh, the fastest it would go was about seventy five, and I survived. And the great humor, in and that was my parents approved of the motorcycle and mm-hmm. when i got went down and took the motorcycle driving test
0: okay okay they
1: they you know passed that but they also gave me a car license and i went home and told my parents oh they gave me a car license too and they made me go back and get the car licensed removed <laughs> 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 for about for probably for about another year or two so wait so you took the motorcycle
0: <laughs> test you passed that and they just gave you the car license yeah they gave me the
1: car license without Having taken the car test,
0: uh, your parents did the right decision. <laughs> oh yeah, no, right it was. It, <laughs> but it was
1: just—it's still—it was just kind of funny. But yeah. um, when I went off, sold that at the end of high school and went mm-hmm. off to college, um, Virginia Tech. My okay. older sister said, "Oh, you should have a bicycle down there." So went off to this place in Falls Church that was mm-hmm. Mel Pinto's Imports, and he was this old guy who controlled and had a big import business. Mm-hmm. He still kind of around. Okay. He, he, I, I don't know if he's still alive, but it got taken over by um, this company, this guy out in Percival, Virginia, Velo Classic. And okay. he restores old racing bikes okay. and, and bikes and so oh, forth. So actually, okay. if anybody's ever up in mm-hmm. Percival, it's actually worthwhile to check out that and that in, shop in and Northern Virginia,
0: Percival.
1: Yeah, it's out in the western part of Loudoun County. Okay. So so anyway, but I, you know, started riding in college, and mm-hmm. we would you know, um, would go on occasional long um, weekend rides. You know, mm-hmm. they were probably by the standards today would probably be short, but you know, you know, twenty five, thirty miles. But didn't know bit anything bit and. Bit yeah and kept the bike convinced the resident advisor to let me keep the bike in a locked room okay and then the last week of exams i thought well i'll be able to ride between exams locked it up outside and it got stolen oh man (laughs) so yeah that summer i bought a replacement that was um they were both chatons which is a it was okay. a mass market French okay. bike. Okay. Yeah they they came with 27 inch wheels and steel rims and but they also if you go back in racing history, Bernardino and um, mm-hmm. Greg Lamont, mm-hmm. they were riding chatons Okay. When when Greg was over, so yeah, but not the same ones I rode. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I rode that next bike. Um, through college, and then um, thought this is this is fun, and so I bought a tour to Canada from okay. a bike store down in Georgetown okay. called um, Bicycle Pro Shop. It was also owned by Mel Pinto. Okay, he, he basically in the you know '70s and early '80s controlled the bike industry in Northern Virginia, at least, and that was a. Nice frame Mm -hmm. had campy equipment Mm -hmm. and sew up tires. Okay, which for if if folks aren't familiar, they're 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 tire where the the tube is encased within the tire Mm -hmm. and it's actually sewn in and then a tape is put over that and you glue it onto your rim. Is that is that the same as tubular? Tubular, yeah. That's the other name. Yeah, tubular or sew ups. Okay. Yeah and so rode that bike mm-hmm. through through grad school and became yeah. you know, better and that bike it was pretty funny I mean the stuff that you you start out with the the, the total ignorance because that bike the chain ring was 42 on uh, the small ring which was pretty standard back okay. then but the outer chain ring was a at least a fifty-four, if not a fifty-five, which okay. is insane. It's it's a larger chain, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, given that you know, for for many years now, I've ridden a compact, which makes a lot a lot more sense.
0: Fifty thirty-four, I think, on the compact. right? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: um, so you have this you you have this bike that you you've got there, um, the, the forty two fifty four <laughs> on that, um, um where you still just like.
1: 20 miles here,
0: 25 30 miles. Yeah, kind of thing.
1: I did do um, a couple of rides where we went further. There was some kind of century ride when right. I was in school that somebody organized and did that and thought, oh, wow, this is this is great. And after before I got that bike after um, freshman year at college with a buddy, we rode from northern Virginia to um, Ocean City, New Jersey, N- N- Del- Maryland. Ah, okay. So yeah, far. just south okay. We okay. rode into De- we rode into Delaware, okay, and that that was pretty wild because you had to it's a ride. Yeah, you rode through Annapolis and then had to figure out how. Okay, how do you get over the the Bay Bridge? And they had a they, they they basically when you go to their their entrance thing. Oh yeah, we've got a tow truck. We'll put your bikes on the back and give you a ride. Over. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's making me think of, you know, pre-GPS time. You know, oh, yeah.
1: Where, yeah. Yeah, there was, I mean, the the little, didn't even have a computer yeah, yeah. at all. And so the little odometer, mm-hmm. they, they had a little thing that sat down by your hub mm-hmm. and it had a pulley belt connected okay. to the hub and it would measure and click over the miles with literally like an old <laughs> counter thing. It was, I saw one recently. It's like, Oh my God, they, you know, somebody still has one of those.
0: Um, I will have to look up an image of that. Cause I, I, I know bikes had odometers, um, of some kind on there, but I wasn't sure how that worked, but that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. uh, so you, you were doing sort of, did you think of yourself as a cyclist at that point in time? Did you think like I'm, I'm a cyclist or was that just like you just rode bikes with people and just that's a thing you did occasionally? I, you, just...
1: It was in that period okay. that I started thinking of myself as a cyclist. And okay. I would start developing this interest in, in, in racing because they, they, they brought up the mythical Eddie Mercs mm-hmm. when I bought the bike. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a guy... At Virginia Tech, you've got this drill field mm-hmm. that um, yeah, it's probably about three quarters of a mile around, something like that. Mm-hmm. And this guy had an Eddie Merckx bike. Okay. And so I remember chasing him around and riding with him, mm-hmm. <laughs> going around the the drill field, and then um, you know seeing how fast there you could go. you yeah. could go, and then um, so it was and there was no information really you know, like reporting on racing. You'd go into the Washington post and you'd find a little, you know, maybe one inch was big that would say, Oh, here's what happened in a stage of the tour. And they'd give you the average speed and you'd think, Oh, wow. Well, I could ride that fast. Mm, like, right, no, yeah, you can't. Yeah, but- yeah. <laughs>
0: Not telling you how long the terrain or any of that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, like, yeah, it's now it's like, you know, we're, we live stream the, the, the whole race, you know, rewatch the old races. Um, okay. Um, uh, so you're riding around at that point in time. Uh, so did you get into racing or you just like, you like riding I, fast with people kind of thing?
1: At that point I didn't get into racing cause I, I mean, it was focused on school and didn't know anything. There were, there were some folks mm-hmm. that I ran across that raced and, um, I was very was this still when you were in grad school still in grad okay, school okay. i i was very skinny and so okay. occasionally i would um beat them like up up a hill or something they thought oh okay. this is right. fun yeah and after i got out of grad school mm-hmm. i um did get into racing okay. started racing and um, in, in northern virginia they had a just inside the beltway at Tyson's Corner, mm-hmm. they had a little circuit and twice a week you could go there and and, and race. Yeah. And started doing that. And I got when I got out of grad school I also got married. And so okay. um one of the things that happened there was my wife um she she wasn't wild about the thought of me racing. You, you mm-hmm. know, and you but but and I'll, I'll go back to the, the big thing about racing. What it, did, it it taught me how to ride. Okay. Okay. And um,
0: Incre- <laughs> in, uh, increase your bike handling skills there. Yeah,
1: and just yeah. and and, but I raced for probably about four or five years. Okay. Doing doing that type of thing, and um, it was fun, and met met a lot of people actually. Mm-hmm. Um, later, like 25 years later i mean, mm-hmm. Northern, Northern Virginia would mm-hmm. run into people that where we raced together and now we're recreational riders yeah. and so that, that was good but Did
0: you train for those races or was it was just like you just showed up is this, you used this I, natural ability kind of thing I
1: I I thought I was training but mm-hmm. when I looked back it was I it was
0: just a free ride just, just ride yeah. Ride. yeah I
1: mean it wasn't um, one of the things that took place there was there was there was a there was a year I was was racing but the longest I had ridden training and so forth was like 70 miles and my buddy came over and he said oh Potomac Pedal Touring Club they've got a 200 mile ride (laughs) it was like a week later and we're drinking beer and you know talking and saying oh yeah let's do that yeah and so we showed up and it was at the summer solstice. Okay. Longest, and it's longest day, right? The longest day. Yeah. Okay. And you, you start at like five in the morning mm-hmm. and there were, there was somewhere between half a dozen and, and 10 people there. Yeah. Okay. Well, one, one guy's there and cut off blue jean shorts. Okay. <laughs> and it's a happen? real, it's a real, it's a real mix, but we, mm-hmm. we, we go along and and it, at the end that that ride convinced me i will never do 200 miles again in a single day because i got at the end of the first 100 it was like this isn't too bad yeah and then it got progressively harder to about <laughs> at 150 yeah it, and we went from just south of Manassas down mm-hmm. to Lake Anna and up through Fredericksburg mm-hmm. and okay. back up around. You got, you know, probably what was even maybe a 1% grade, and I thought I was climbing Everest. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think it more challenging than. It. I, I was convinced yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that, I, okay, yeah, I'm going to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and
1: right, then at about 180, mm-hmm you realize you are not going to die mhm all we've got 20 miles to go we made a wrong turn so we ended up doing about 210 but we but we actually finished with a pretty decent average okay yeah cuz it's like let's just get this thing done yeah yeah not <laughs> rest, no. but uh, that. so you but you
0: uh, you mentioned the guy wearing the the blue jean shorts um, oh. so I'm guessing at this point you all had lycra you all had it's or, or we something close to li-
1: we had wool shorts. And okay. Okay. It, yeah, there were Lycra was just starting to appear. Okay. But
0: okay. Not quite in the consumer market. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Um. So you do the two hundred. Um. Did you think I'm not going to do any more long rides, or just like I that's that's too far that particular? It was just that
1: that was too okay. far. I did. Yeah. I yeah. I would do centuries and. Okay. Okay. Other other rides but um, and as I rode more um would do more okay more you know more centuries it and the thing that happens there also I mean you're you right and then you have kids mm-hmm. and your kids a little and you, you start coaching soccer and so forth so I mean I always rode but yeah some years it might have been just two or three thousand miles did you ever take a hiatus you ever like put the bike down for like a year or something like that? Nah, not okay. not for, okay, not for that long. I mean, okay. there would be, like, when you when I was young, it would be like, oh, it's winter time. I don't need to ride in winter. And okay. as I've gotten older, I realize mm-hmm. you know, no, I can't just take stop riding in winter and you know you resume.
0: Keep it, keep it, yeah, keep it keep it moving the whole yeah the whole time. Um, okay, all right. Um, yeah, definitely. Counting some folks who who've you know talked about they you know they took a year off or something like that. You know, life happened. And, and they put the bike down, so um, you know that's a well, that's not quite a first to say someone who just continued the whole time, but that's that's great. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, there were times where I mean, when we when we moved and so forth, I mean, I wouldn't be in the best of shape, but I always sober. did. Yeah, you know, like I said, I always did at least two two thousand yeah. miles or yeah. two or three thousand miles a year. Yeah, it might be a bit um, much to
0: say. Like, were you were you in top condition for all that time? Like, it's no, that's, that's a no. bit much to ask. <laughs> Um, but you, you kept riding. Um,
1: you try to convince
0: any family members to ride
1: my, I, uh, over time I've tried to convince my wife to ride. She actually, um, mm-hmm. is a good cyclist, but she mm-hmm. doesn't have that much interest in do- doing a lot of riding. We're going out occasionally now and do social rides. But, okay. um, while we were still in school and I was dating her, she was in a sorority and they had a race around that same um drill field okay and she she actually um she she was very fast she caught a bunch of people that her rest of her team had allowed to drop them but but like i say you know she she's not she's not she's not she's not she's not looking to become a you know (laughs) know, yeah recreational yeah Yeah.
0: advocate cycling Um, uh Any friends that you think you convinced to start riding?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, over the years and have also more, had friends where they weren't riding a lot and Mm -hmm. you'd you'd go out and um, train with them and get a riding. We moved out to California. Okay. um, We were out there the second half of the 80s and through the early 90s and had a buddy out there that. We we did a lot of riding together and um, did a big ride before we moved from there. That was the um, it was called the Markleyville Death Ride. Okay. Tour of the California Alps. It was about hundred and twenty eight miles. Okay. So you know, not quite the two hundred. Yeah. And um, still a distance. Still a distance. Went out. It was a, up at Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. and um, you had to f- climb five. Passes each over eight thousand feet, and signed up to do that. And um, this this guy from my work also did it. Mm-hmm. And it it started pouring rain as we were climbing the um, the third pass, mm-hmm. to where it was just just I mean buckets of rains, and yeah. you're down in the in the fifties. Okay, and so I got they had a rest lunch place at about nine, not quite 90 miles in Stayed too long for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then went to leave. We got to where we would have gone up the fourth and fifth pass and they closed the course because it was so dangerous. Really? (laughs) So I mean, the only, the only guys that finished that day were, you know, the pros or type, but so we still got in close to a hundred miles, but yeah. Um, where all have you lived? Lived in, um, in Northern, Northern Virginia, Virginia, California, and then um, here, here in Richmond. We okay. moved to Richmond and in, in um, seventeen, okay, or eighteen. Actually, we moved. We bought bought down here in seventeen and moved down in eighteen.
0: Um, uh, where have you enjoyed riding the most?
1: Um, Beyond i really like riding in in the mountains and okay. so um i would say yeah down around blacksburg okay the you know the climbs and okay okay doing that the 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 riding here i've i've enjoyed it yeah and it's been a it, it's actually for where i'm at mm-hmm. um it's a very very good change it's yeah. less less competitive than or and maybe I've just fallen in with a you know different crowd Mm -hmm. at at this point but um, in Northern Virginia Mm -hmm. when I stopped stopped racing and rode by myself and then a few friends for a few years and then I found the Reston Bike Club Mm -hmm. yeah and they kind of had the these um, Tuesday Thursday night rides that were the world championship Okay. Yeah, and said, so, wow, this is great. I can I can race and not have to, you know, have a license or pay a no, pay a right. weekly fee or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so ride we did that, time. and then okay. we started a Saturday ride. that was the equivalent? Okay, of, of that.
0: Okay. So so the so the, so the hills out in Blacksburg, um, and he found the the rest rest and bike club. Um, uh, you're going to school in Blacksburg. Are yeah, going to school right, tech. Um, you were living in North Virginia for a while. Um,
1: what kind of riding do you do now? I do a, I do a mix. Okay. I here in um, R- Richmond, I really like um, D-, D Knuckles' um, Tuesday morning ride that that's out of the ballpark fields mm-hmm. in, in um, Centerville. Mm-hmm and do a lot of the Thursday mm-hmm. morning ride, which is Karen Murphy is the, the leader, and when she's out, um, various other folks mm-hmm. pick up, but they're all out in the Rockville, you know, Western, yeah, Henrico, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hanover County area. And then um, we'll also do um, Monday and Fridays off Steve Bolt's, Mm-hmm. ride yep. which is m- more retired folks but we gotta we got a mix of folks out there and kind of take it easy that those days and okay. have a good time go up to ashland and have a cup of coffee that's right um ashland coffee's tea is what are they now
0: where, where are you all stopping oh, for the, co- the coffee or yeah um, where y'all stopping for the coffee now
1: you normally start, i can't even remember the name of it, but it's it's on the other side of the railroad tracks there's a place that has has coffee okay there and but ashland coffee it. and tea changed their name to and to,
0: yeah to something else i can't remember what it was it's actually yeah. a third business i think it was something else after ashland coffee and tea and then became something else now um but, yeah, either way, I didn't, didn't know if you, you could remember the, the name of that. Yeah. Um, um, why did you keep riding all these years? Like, Why did you, you, you didn't give it up? You know, you took some small breaks here and there. Like, why'd you keep riding? Like why do you, what do you keep doing? I think, doing
1: it for a while. well, generally I generally feel better if I, if I ride, I mean, the exercise okay. and, mm-hmm. um, it's also been it it changes my perspective okay on 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 things and um in there it's difficult to explain but in in a way i mean you're out there on the road there's this vulnerability but there's also this this control Mm -hmm. that you have and you know, when you're working hard it, it it gives you something that you you, you control how you view it mm-hmm. and how you approach it and and, and deal with it and okay. so like if you if you go out and it's a it's a windy day you can moan about the wind mm-hmm. or you can embrace it okay <laughs> yeah and some and, and so one of the one of the things that i learned early on what i mean i like to go fast when i can but i mm-hmm. also know there's always somebody faster
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: there's always going to be somebody that can drop me yeah and yeah you, know, you just accept that yeah and and say okay what how hard do i want to push today and part of it as i've matured was
0: mm-hmm.
1: a, a greater acceptance of that.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: you know, versus going out and er- earlier it would be... You'd, I'd go out for a ride and you'd hit... I would hit maximum heart rate, yeah. which was pretty high for me, and, yeah. and stay there and yeah. just turn myself inside out. to I've got to stay with this as long as I mm-hmm. as I can. Okay. But now not as much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, and I, I still will you know, give chase and okay. have fun, but, okay. but I, you know, it's not like you're not, you're not destroying yourself every ride. You yeah. Ever, okay.
0: Um, okay. Um, um, when did you
1: join Raba? I joined Raba right before I moved down here. Okay. So I, I was aware of it. My, and we moved here. My daughter, was living in New York City. Okay. And then she and her fiance, they were looking to leave New York City and um, they looked at various places in Virginia. They didn't want to move to Northern Virginia and mm-hmm. they ended up in Richmond. Okay. And so coming down, we started coming down before the before the World Championships. So we came down and spent a you know, number of days down here watching the World right, Championships doing some rides and so forth with that okay and um, I remember going on what was an ABC ride mm-hmm. it was in the winter okay and it was so it was so freaking cold because I rode from her her house on mm-hmm. the near west end out to okay Laurel Park and I had to you know look look on my phone and say okay where is this yeah, map yeah. someplace over and somehow I had a I remember riding over 64 and then riding down um, Staples Mill Road somehow to get there but it but it was a freaking cold day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, there were still some people out out riding that day
0: if it's not snowing I found that people still go somebody's gonna go you know even on the, the coldest of cold days oh yeah yeah um, which is the thing I had to learn um, so, um, twenty. So you joined RABBA before you came down. So you moved to Richmond in twenty seventeen. Was that twenty
1: seventeen? We yeah, we were twenty eighteen. so it was when we officially moved down. But there was, was kind of a transition between seventeen and eighteen. Okay, where Perfect. we were spending more time down here.
0: Okay. Um. So you joined RABBA. Um. Uh. What rides did you start doing first? Because you said you 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 joined the ride. Was that the first ride that you mentioned? Like what was the what was the first group ride you started just kind of joining with RABA? Like it's some regularity.
1: Um probably the one I I mean Okay. I, I tried a bunch of the different Okay rides. Um had yeah, Mondays with Mary, did that mm-hmm. a f- few times mm-hmm. and um then I honed in on the Tuesday Thursday. Okay. Is okay. doing those and then the um yeah the, the abc rides okay. okay too i have the thing i haven't done a lot of robber rides have been the more evening you said the evening rides. evening rides yeah i've done a few i mean i've gone out to um deep lake once or twice but mm-hmm. but most being retired it's just easier to you know go oh. in the day and
0: um the BDR rides are good. Those are the ones that I that I kind of got initiated in. So, so definitely show up for BDR rides. Those are, those yeah. are great. Um, now you join Rabba. Um, at what point did you join the board, Rabba?
1: I joined the board. Uh, this is my second year on the board, so it was okay. the year before that. Okay, and I had been on the board for the Reston Bike Club. Okay. For okay. for a, a number of years, and okay. was the vice chairman and chairman. Okay. For for you know for a few years there, and okay. um, so I. Um, when, um, Bud. It, it was before he passed, but where he wasn't going to continue on the board. Yeah. That's. that's yeah, you know, I I think uh, Mike Dieter was looking for folks and I talked with him and said I would um, be interested in being on the board and helping out.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so you're now the advocacy, advocacy director, basically advocacy director. Yeah. Okay. Um, what does that role entail? I have to ask the question.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great question. I th- The, the role is mm. one that I think, you know, the club is given a lot of latitude, okay. To it. and I think you know Bud clearly created it, and mm-hmm. I had a couple of conversations with him, mm-hmm. and he evolved it over time. I mean, he he was very much involved in Virginia legislation and got the um, Capitol Trail. I mean, it was a major factor in getting the Capitol Trail put in. Yeah, but he also had. Um, Shifted a focus towards equity Mm -hmm. within non vehicular transportation. So, really looking at both pedestrians and um, cyclists and other vulnerable users. And one of his conversations was about the the total lack of infrastructure in RICO okay. County at the time and yeah, how they were able to get a few things put in. And there in there I've tried I thought a lot about that and have tried to honor yeah that. My focus is I live in the city and so my mm-hmm. focus has been more within Richmond, but really yeah. looking at vulnerable Users, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 that's really been. I've spent being being retired. I wanted to take yeah. on something like this work. Okay, I would hopefully learn some new skills. but yeah. learn more about things that I you know haven't studied formally. Okay, um, you know, in my career I was an accountant. And, okay, you know, passed the CPA and was a C- yeah controller. Um, CFO type and so forth. Okay. So, and so I've spent a lot of time, you know, studying the impact of infrastructure okay. and um, really looking at at our culture, mm-hmm. and that's part of the 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 vulnerability of having ridden all these you know, all these years. I mm-hmm. mean, I've um, I've had the good fortune of I've only had a couple of Crashes that involved cars. And, okay. But, um, and none horribly, Okay. Right. Hor- horribly serious. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but that vulnerability is there. And I also, having children and, and you, you think, oh, it'd be great if they ride. Yeah. And one of the things that I, my son would watch tour de france and once you know once a year he'd say oh let's go for a bike ride Mm -hmm. and you would take him out on a ride and it would be very scary yeah not for him but for me (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah. and my my daughter's always been pretty cautious Mm -hmm. and yeah she's not she's not going to go out on Mm -hmm. an open road and then that really drives into you know working for things where you can have a culture that is more s- sustaining mm-hmm. than ex- than exploited and when you when you look at our car our car culture there are a lot of things about it that have really diminished our overall experience and I'm not I'm not anti-car I mean I have yeah, a car yeah, yeah but it but it, it it gets into just within the history of one of, the, one of the biggest transformative changes was mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Okay, And they, in, in the 50s and 60s, they were confronted with increased use of cars and deaths and so forth. And it was moms over there that said, no, we need to change this. Mm-hmm. And they've created a you know, culture where biking is the norm and it doesn't mean that nobody drives but right. yeah, yeah and, and and so within our culture i i, I look at it as you know, getting folks to where they can walk mm-hmm. or ride um yeah the last few miles i mean one of, and one of the biggest developments that's going to i i'm very excited about it. i don't i don't have any bike mm-hmm. But I think those will. I think we will see e-bikes transform what takes place in our in our in our country, particularly in urban areas.
0: I believe that as well. As as um, e-bikes make riding uh, more accessible, you know, for, for, for many more people, um, you know, we'll have a, you know, say I won't say a newer group, but a um, you know just more people out riding, um, kind of thing.
1: Well, what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing, w- with it at a at a broader level, mm-hmm. is people saying, "Oh, I could go without a car. I could go down to one car." Taking their, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. in the area that will take their their kids mm-hmm. to school using a you know e cargo bike. And and that gets into the support for. You know for bike lanes and mm-hmm. so forth and then in recreational i'm seeing a lot of folks within raba mm-hmm. who have either they've they've had a crash they've had something they have just they want to be able to ride with their friends but they feel like okay i've lost a step
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you see them getting these e-bikes most of them get a, a specialized mm-hmm you know e-road bike yeah and allows them to go out and get exercise and continue to enjoy the time with their with their friends right and um it's yeah, it it's it's great and as long you know there there are times where you know not being on an e-bike you kind of have to be willing to say, could you back off a little bit when you're going up a hill? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but it, it's really it's super that they're able to be out there and we're all riding together and
0: okay. having a good time. Okay. Um,
1: so, but you, you also within you know the ag- advocacy. Yeah. Um. Virginia, we had a great year. Last year, mm-hmm. in terms of the legislation, we got the Bicycle Safety Act passed with mm-hmm. everything but the, the rolling stop. Mm-hmm. And then we were hoping to come back this year and, and get that. And that has not happened. There actually yeah. was a bill introduced that would have gone as far as um, saying, oh, yeah, well, if a cyclist goes through a st- stop sign, we can confiscate. And impound their bike for six months, yeah. and that was a trolling action. Yeah, yeah. But but they have right now. It, it, it looks like they will also largely revert back to the change that we got on the two abreast. There was a there was a hearing today that I um, haven't heard how that that turned out. But and it it'll be a it'll be a period where mm-hmm. there be a retrenchment, and then we're go back and get get gains because it's it's really about creating again a, a culture that respects cyclists and respects all all people mm-hmm. yeah. because I mean during my riding career I mean I've been you know yelled at plenty of times for being on the road and you know, you, you know when they started putting in bike trails like, get on the trail yeah and I've had beer bottles thrown at me, and mm-hmm. you know other things, and yeah, and you know maybe it's, you know just dense, but you you ride despite that. Yeah, but it's um, you know, but it's really about getting to you know a culture of respect and realizing that this this helps everyone. I mean, it helps yeah. if you're driving a car. It means there's less traffic on the road. Mm-hmm. If you're the one cycling, you're getting, you're, you're, you're actually extending your life, right? You're, no you're benefits. getting the health benefits. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, you're, you're making good use of your time and yeah. it's, it's just, it's really good all around.
0: <laughs> it is. You arrived at your destination in a better mood, you know? Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think like where this, where this with negative side effects of people riding their bike, um, and I can't think of many. Um, so yes, yeah, so I see there's great great positives in that, um, and it's an interesting thing you mentioned about the car culture, and it um, I guess we'll say d- diminishing our lives a bit, you know, because we've gotten so deep into like yeah we got to drive everywhere, you know, kind of thing. Um, that's a, that's an interesting thing there.
1: Um, well, one of the things that it when I in my Career, I mm-hmm. worked for a company that um, was involved in re- recycling okay and is beverage container recycling okay And we accomplished that recycling in states where they had deposit laws which mm-hmm. internalized the cost of recycling into the cost of mm-hmm. the, the, the beverage and what we what we do predominantly, in our society is we externalize a lot of costs okay. so that they're, they're borne by society in, in general. And if you look at cars, that's in particular, okay. that's, that's a case where roads and so many things about driving a car are actually subsidized by society as a, as a whole okay and it it goes into even you know when you get into climate change mm-hmm. you know we're really not internalizing the full cost or impact right of what we do into how we're doing it mm, okay and and you know, to to me i mean if you look at that that's going to be the case with anything we do to some extent yeah but you know for yeah. You know, for bicycling, once you've built the bike, yeah, you know, and you you get into well, I don't, and I don't know, the answer to this of the environmental impact of building, you know, a carbon right, bike right. or a steel, steel bike, bike? Yeah. but yeah. but but pretty much once it's built, the impact is fairly it's minimal. Minimal. To, 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 yeah. To
0: none. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, there's a the thought of like, yeah, what is a car? What is the, what is the, what is the footprint of, of a, a bicycle built? It's clearly way less than a car. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of thing. Um,
1: okay. Well, uh, and if you, you, if you go in and you, I mean, everyone, we're, we're excited. I think at some level we should be about electric cars. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that electric cars will be there in the, in the future I also think that we will have smart cars that will dramatically change mm-hmm. how we do things. But if we, if we're still reliant on big vehicles yeah. to drive us around individually in fairly compact spaces, I'm not talking out, you know, when we get out into you know Hanover County or something, right. we, we still have a lot of problems with that mm-hmm. versus if we can get to a society where we have good public transportation, we have infrastructure that allows people to bicycle, scooter, yeah. walk, and not be threatened for their lives.
0: Okay. Um, with dealing with the legislative, if... if how can someone find out more? Like, what are, what's some ways that somebody, if somebody wants to find out more about some of the, probably my generalization, like legislative issues that are affecting cyclists, like what's a way that they can, they can somebody can find out more if they want to kind of get into just being more knowledgeable?
1: It, in this, in, in Virginia, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of folks from RABA are members, we're, we're very fortunate of, we do have the Virginia Bicycling Federation, okay? And they've taken the lead, and Brantley's the president mm-hmm. of that group. And so they, they've really taken the lead in terms of um, the lobbying effort and dealing with legislation. Okay. I think that the key thing that folks that are interested can do is build a relationship with their delegate and their senators and build that relationship outside of the legislative period. Once 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 you get into Mm -hmm. the the state legislature it varies by year, but you go from January into March. Yeah. Once they're in that you're getting their time is D- difficult okay. in, in getting there and they're drinking from a fire yeah. fire hose yeah yeah but if you would, but all of them that i've seen you know um have been very good about attending various things in other times of the year okay and you can get you can get to know them i mean i mm-hmm. my state senators gazala hashmi okay and um yeah i've been able to meet her through league of conservation voter meetings okay. that she attended and, and you're talking a meeting where there might be 20 people at the most sure okay yeah and you can talk to her and i i've had things related to both cycling and non-cycling and mm-hmm. sent her emails and because i've she will reply okay you, you know and that, that's and I'm not saying I can get our attention right now today but right, yeah. but yeah yeah it's if outside
0: of the period but yeah.
1: but as cyclists we can we can talk about what's important to us okay and where our values are and and that that is true not only at the state level but at, but at the, but at the city level okay and i, th- I th- and i think building that relationship is the most important thing that as cyclists, that that we can do to, to okay. change the culture,
0: okay, um, and let them know what's you know what's important to us, what's relevant for us, um, as cyclists. Um, a particular issue: um, the outgoing governor. Um, Proposed the two hundred forty-five million dollar was it bill right budget yes budget it was yeah um, it was about in
1: that range and which would have funded the Fall Line Trail mm-hmm. in its entirety and a, a number of other trails and I don't I could look it up and mm-hmm. give you um, the exact numbers but that that it essentially. A version has passed the House and a version has passed the Senate Okay. in the budget. Okay. And the Senate's amount was not the full 245, but it was more and the House was significantly less. And okay. what will happen is that will probably end up in conference. Hopefully there's some discussions before that. And okay. um, those decisions from listening in on the calls for the Virginia Cycling Federation get Mm -hmm. made there very quickly. But the hope is that we will get more than half of that money. Okay. And get, you know, so it should at at the end of the day, while it's not likely to be the full funding, which was, Mm -hmm. you know, beyond our wildest dreams, it, it should hopefully still be a significant amount of money and be a big step forward okay and and the i find the trails are for for like a club like robin cycling clubs i mean Mm -hmm. they're they are what get a lot of people into Mm -hmm. cycling yeah because Mm -hmm. it's a safe environment they're pleasant places to go and you can say oh yeah i'll i'll go out yeah with your family or you got a couple of friends and okay. I spent, you know, a, a number of years riding with friends on the W and OD.
0: I still have, well, I, I've got to give that a shot. Um, um, as you move away from the, 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 the legislative and advocacy, um, do you take your bike with you on your vacations,
1: generally no. Okay. And there's a, um, yeah, s- s- story on that. <laughs> that the, you were you know, and you've been yeah, told not to. Back, well, back I, I had told I had mentioned about doing the, um, yeah, the California Death mm-hmm. Ride or Markleyville yeah. Death Ride. So we we took our kids. On vacation
0: mm-hmm.
1: before that and um, it was leading up to there and we went across Nevada okay into Utah and in the, the, the desert and we went through Colorado driving driving okay right. and I took my bike okay and um, we ended up going through the Grand Canyon and then we came up through mm-hmm. um, Lake Tahoe Okay. Where my wife kept the kids and I did that ride. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the training rides, I you know, did it, it put a lot of stress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. The kids were all, you know, less than five or less mm-hmm. young kids, yeah. young kids, and, Going out so, and riding. Yeah, I can see that that causing a rub. Yeah, like, but uh, but there were some nice rides. I rode up over Independence Pass at twelve thousand feet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Glad you got a chance to do that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm 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 very curious of if, you know, I guess how much does cycling permeate their life? The kind of thing. Yeah. You know, if you take them on the trips kind of thing. Yeah. So. But I
1: have done with my wife. Okay. A we we did do a REI trip. Okay. Where we, we went on our own to mm-hmm. Budapest and then we went to Vienna where we joined the REI trip and, and okay. there we did a Bicycle rides across the Czech Republic and then up in Prague. And that was, that was very enjoyable. And, um, their, their, their bikes at the time left something to be desired. But, Mm -hmm. but my wife did very well with that. Although she, she, she did have a minor fall on the last day, but you know, but. How long were those rides each day? They okay. varied from, I think the longest might have been 50 miles, and most okay. of them were you know, somewhere like 30 miles or so. Yeah, that's, that's, that seems so, doable over multiple. I mean, miles. it was, a, I mean, they were, there was some challenge. I mean, it yeah. wasn't, but, but they weren't, it wasn't going out doing, you know, a century ride okay. every day and so forth. Okay. Um,
0: what do you take with you when your bike rides? Snacks. let start with that first. What do you take when you
1: interact? Um, I've gone to cl- fairly simple things. I mean, y- usually some um, Cliff Bars okay. and some sort of um, like gummy type type thing, either a Cliff, you the, know, the Cliff blocks cliff or something, blocks yeah. or the other. Um, the other guy that started the, the company but they've got their own brand of little little gummy stuff
0: that's scratch scratch yeah, oh, okay, okay. yeah. yeah.
1: okay but I've, I've tried a bunch of other things I used to you know use um, heat and perpetuum mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so forth and I've basically for the most part now I just have water oh really okay
0: okay Hmm. Um. And you don't feel like you're going to bunk on the. I mean, do you take anything extra for the longer rides, or you, you think you you're still just just using water?
1: Water. I yeah. mean, I did. We we did a metric ride. Okay. On a Monday. Okay. And um, went out and did the Portobello impromptu ride with, and rode to and from there. Okay. And Ray yeah. Ray, Ray, yeah. Yeah. Ray Reed rode with me, and yeah, yeah it's just. I mean, you you're not. We we didn't kill ourselves on the way out or the way back, right? At one point on the ride, we were chasing this one guy who thought it would be fun to you know Mm -hmm. cruise down the roads out there at twenty five miles an hour plus, and it's like okay, yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: still still chasing rabbits, yeah. Um, You have a bike computer? You have a bike computer? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I for a year the first one i got it was a garmin that was there um, had no connectivity in terms mm-hmm. of heart rate monitor or any of that and it yeah. just had had a nice mapping mm-hmm. function i think it was an explorer model and they they still make that and that was great but then the battery started um, going bad yeah they don't going bad right and you know, it, it would only you'd be out on a ride it would die on you in an hour or so <laughs> i was okay so then i i've got a Wahoo. Okay. Okay. And um, went with the, with the Rome. Okay. Yep. And, and th- that was really, really nice. And then it started having lamination problems. Really? And so I took it. I bought it from Journeyman and, and mm-hmm. went there, showed it to him. He called Wahoo. Mm-hmm. And then they got a hold of me and they said, yeah, we'll replace it. And it was it was actually slightly out of warranty. Oh, really? And they they then said, well, and we we won't have one for about a month, Mm -hmm. so we're sending you a bolt. Okay. And don't worry, you can keep the bolt. (laughs) So so at this point, I've I've got the bolt. I've got the the bolt, and that's actually the they sent they sent the Rome, but it's still it's sitting in the box.
0: (laughs) The Rome. Is the the Rome's the larger one with the colored screen, right?
1: Or yeah, the and is? the Bolt has a colored screen oh, the Bolt. too. Okay, okay. It, it, the the colored screens on the, I mean, they're functional. Yeah, I, I think actually the um, the mm-hmm. was a little bit nicer in that regard, okay. but but you yeah, know, but the um, but the, the the, 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 they they really work. I right. mean, the big the big thing I like about the. Um, by computers, it, it, you, you upload your data on Strava. And mm-hmm. You see what everybody else is doing on Strava and so yeah. forth. I,
0: so you're using, you are using a bike computer, two bike computers, um, or at least you have two bike computers. Um, uh, oh, the pandemic, um, which we're still living through. Um, when the, the pandemic kind of settled and everything was closing down, um, settle not the right word, but, um, when things were shutting down March, 2020, right? Um, like how, how did the pandemic and, and, and everything, how did that impact your, your ride and your cycle, well, if at all?
1: <laughs> oh, like, it didn't, it had a big impact. Okay. Um, uh, part of when we moved here, I mean, we, um, wanted to be near our daughter and grandchildren. And Mm -hmm. we had one grandson Mm -hmm. at at that, at that point. And so, um, that the pandemic necessitated creating our own little bubble with our, with our daughter. So we could still see our grandson and so forth, but went to riding by myself. And then rode with ray reed he mm-hmm. was in a similar situation i mean he wasn't mm-hmm. going out anywhere had some grandchildren that he would occasionally get just to, to see and so ended up putting in the most miles that i've ever put in i mean it was over like 9, 9 miles or something mm-hmm. that year which was which was crazy i mean and and then last year i was um more saying, not yeah. that it was like, but it was still like seventy six hundred miles. Retired. Retired life, man. Um. You know, and I, I think, I mean, prior to that, I mean, I mean, I'd have occasional years where you'd be training for some big ride or something, mm-hmm. and you'd get up to like, you know, six thousand miles or something. But I wasn't putting in, you know, that kind of miles before. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, and, but but and, but i think you know reti- being retired helped but yeah. but it was really the the pandemic that changed right cuz there weren't other things all that. To do. yeah and early on in the pandemic i remember all the articles where and you'd go through them and study them and say oh you have to be 50 yards behind somebody <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah
0: yeah the the, the, the the droplets and things like that people breathing yeah um yeah. Um, um, if you were you meet someone and they're interested in riding, um, what's something you would you would want to share with that 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 person? Like they're interested in starting riding, like what's something you would you'd want to tell some some new person? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. O- old guys with advice. <laughs> uh, I I, I would start with, yeah, go to, go to a bike store Mm -hmm. and bring a friend who does riding Mm -hmm. and you you could also look used, but, but really focus on getting a bike that's going to be comfortable for you. Okay. And that that may be a hybrid, it may be a road bike but but go for comfort and go for bigger tires and start riding and as you ride, get into a to a group mm-hmm. like Robert I mean ride with ride with some friends because if you if you one of the things I learned training for things if you if you have a training partner, yeah. Or you have a group of friends where you're going to meet up with them, yeah. and they're expecting you. Everybody does a much better job of doing it. Yeah. And if you don't have that, it's very easy to say, "Well, it's too cold," or "It's it's going to rain," mm-hmm. or yeah. You know, and when you have that support group, yeah. You know, I found myself. I mean yeah you know, on a lot of days before that it would be like oh it might rain and then it didn't mhm but with the support group you're like well it's not raining now i got to meet these people <laughs> <laughs> and you know, i have ridden in the rain quite a bit because yeah. of that but but it, 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 yeah and and the, the other thing that i would say in starting out is don't don't ride too far mhm go for go for shorter rides Mm -hmm. enjoy it i mean and then ride more it's better to ride more frequently Mm -hmm. and keep riding than to go out and ride a 50 mile ride Mm -hmm. and then feel like oh i can't ride for two weeks
0: yeah yeah so if you're not used to it yes that's 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 all that's all advice um all right um now I've seen you with some what I assume are some like classic or vintage kits. Um, do you have a few favorite kits of yours? Like I know I've seen you with these these, these <laughs> what I assume are either kits you've had or kits you've gotten. Like what's what's the what's the story with the with the older kits?
1: Yeah, well, the, the, they're they're mostly wool. Okay. And. they mentioned earlier I mean back when I started out I mean you had wool shorts and wool jersey and I actually Mm -hmm. my first jersey that I bought I bought from REI okay and I still have it It no longer has a zipper Mm -hmm. or anything and I just use it as an undergarment in the in the winter but um, one of the jerseys that I have that I really like is a and wear often is a um, motini which mm-hmm. was the team that Eddie Merckx raced for for a number okay. of years, and so they they actually were, I believe, they're either French or Italian stove manufacturer. Okay. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> <laughs> but associate with cycling. Okay. Yeah, um, you know that that was the sp- the sponsor, and then um, yeah, I got that I got that jersey. Probably like five years ago or so, and okay. it went into the Velo Classic, and I had an old Trek bike that my wife wasn't going to be using, and Mm-mm. wanted to sell it, and I ended up trading them that bike for about three or four jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nice. yeah, okay, but but it, but in there actually, it, in Richmond, yeah, a lot of folks won't remember this because it was so but one of the first pro races certainly of an international stature Mm -hmm. was the tour of america and it took place between richmond and washington dc and it was in the early 80s and if you go out to fort harrison near varina and off of the capitol trail they had a um, time trial out there. Okay. And we we drove down from Northern Virginia at the time to come see this. And Eddie Merckx was there. He was he had, he had stopped racing. Okay. And so he's standing around, and we went up to him and said, "Oh, can we yeah take a take a photo with you?" Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think. I think his English is much better now, but it wasn't yeah. all that great. But you kind of look, oh, okay. <laughs> and so, got this photo of a much younger me yeah. standing next to Eddie Merckx. Yeah. And then later, my wife had a friend who lived in Belgium. Mm-hmm. She sent her the photo, mm-hmm. and she took it by and got him to sign it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, nice. and, and, and and that race... Um. They had a nighttime criterium in Richmond. Okay. That went through downtown, and that was pretty exciting to watch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then they raced from Richmond to DC, okay. where they finished in front of the White House and the um, Washington Monument.
0: Really? Okay. And
1: had a had the um, sprint right down there, right? the um, on Constitution Avenue nice okay and so there, there's um a guy phil anderson was there and he, okay. he later he was from he, he was an australian he later wore the yellow jersey okay. for for a week or two in the tour okay. de france one year and there was an american in the race jo- jock boyer yeah, who me. was one of the first Americans okay. to um, ever go over to Europe and, and race, he went over before okay. before Greg LeMond.
0: Okay. Um, I do you still have the picture with Eddie Merricks?
1: Yeah.
0: I would like to see that picture. Okay. If you can, if you can, yeah. like, not send me the actual picture, but like take yeah. a picture of it and, and sure. send it. To me. Um, I actually think that if if people would see that with the thing, that would be uh, exceptionally cool. Um uh I definitely looking forward to asking you about the kids because I've seen you with the older <laughs> kids and I haven't I hadn't seen anybody else with them are they comfortable are the wool kits do you find them uh, comfortable
1: yeah okay. especially I mean if you if you go out when the temperature starts getting over 65 and so forth I yeah. mean is more comfortable but okay. if you're in the um you know, 40s 50s mmm it, they're it's very okay. they're very comfortable okay. one of the I mean wool will it insulates it also to some extent cools but if it gets wet it will it, mm-hmm. it maintains a lot of its warmth okay
0: hmm. okay
1: all right um, so I've actually I mean I've bought some modern some jerseys okay. that are wool
0: okay how that was how that was working with that. it it it, i've not worn wool in any kind of active fashion have i i don't think i've worn wool in like you know doing an activity and all kinds of
1: i just don't know Um, well i'll have to you know lend you a jersey and go out on a ride (laughs) i'm
0: gonna stick to i'm gonna stick to my lycra Um, (laughs) um but uh John, I I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you you coming and, and and talking to me and sharing your your story. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate you coming out, man. Well,
1: thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. This is was just fun.